It's time for Girls in Golf Podcast with your favorite hosts, Lex and Sarah. Ladies, when you're ready. Welcome to Girls in Golf. I'm Lex, joined by Sarah as always. And today, as I said last week, we were very excited to celebrate an early birthday for one of our favorite guests on the podcast. She's Miss 59, Annika Sorenstam. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, Henrik taught me how to say happy birthday in Swedish, so I'm going to say it on the record and now. Gratis por fertile sidagen. Oh, tack så mycket. Well said. I understood what you said. <laughs> that's good. And I didn't say anything like too heinous to get me in trouble, so that's good too. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, when you hear it from Henrik, you never know what's going to come out. But that one was, um, that was good. It wasn't rated uh, nasty or anything like that. So, <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> So how are things going? You know, you're um, coming up on a big birthday this week at the end of the week on Friday. We're recording this on Monday, but for those of you listening, Annika's birthday is October 9th. It is. Uh, I know. I can't believe it. The big five zero. it's a little scary, I must say, when you think about it. I always thought people in their 50s were, you know, were old and on their way out. But uh, no, I feel good. And maybe I'm just making the turn. I'm making the turn in my life. And uh, hopefully, I have a good back nine. So, but uh, no, I mean, um, it's just amazing what you know how time flies and the things that you do. You look at your kids and all the things you have achieved. It's always a time when you kind of reflect on a few things, especially when people like yourself bring it up. <laughs> and then it comes, uh, you know, just the reality here. So, uh, but as they say, it's not really how old you are; it's how you act. So, I like to think that I act a much, you know, much uh, younger age, but. Uh, yeah, it's been a great ride, and you know we're going to have a very, very small little gathering because of obviously the times we got to be cautious. And um, I uh, just look forward to celebrating it. I mean, I'm it's we haven't really had a chance to do that, so maybe some good food and some nice wine and some some laughter is uh, what I look forward to. This birthday will probably be very different from other birthdays, just with all of COVID going on, everyone's birthdays are a little bit smaller than normal. So we wanted to ask you, what's your most memorable birthday and why? <laughs> well, you know, I'm um, trying to think. I mean, I think at those kind of milestones, we always trying to do something a little different, whether it's, you know, 40 or 30 or, you know, when you're younger, it's, I think when you get to maybe to 16, it's like every birthday is really important. Then you forget to count. Then you just count the, the big ones. And, you know, I think, you know, just to, my personality has always been, I just want to have my closest friends and my family and just, you know, more just have a good time. And, you know, we, um, we actually went on a trip last year, Mike and I, for the first time on our own, we went on a cruise and that was supposed to be ahead of my 50th. So I'm glad we went because at that time, obviously a year ago, we didn't know what was going to happen, you know, what was going to happen in 2020. So we did celebrate it early. That was some kind of spoil ourselves. We went on a private cruise in Croatia and Greece. We've never been there. If you think of all the places I've been through golf, that's a place I've never been. And I did not bring my golf clubs either. So that was a different type of trip. So, um, but uh, yeah, we normally, you know, normally in October, it's always been towards the end of the season where, you know, a lot has been on stake as far as golf tournaments. So it's always been, you know, very low key. And so, you know, maybe now when I have less to do, maybe I should celebrate a little bit more, make up for the times that I didn't. 
Yeah. Well, you mentioned you're going to have some good food. So what's the most memorable thing or like the best thing you've ever eaten on your birthday? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a, a big seafood person. So, but you know, when you have people over, you all seem like you always have to have some kind of meat for the, for the meat eaters. So everybody's pleased. So surf and turf is probably what it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to do some twice baked potatoes, some cream spinach. As far as the seafood goes, uh, I'm going to do some seared scallops. I love scallops. And then uh, actually starting out with some um, oysters and shrimp. So I guess, yeah, I, work, I guess I'm going to spoil myself. When I listen to it, it actually makes me hungry. <laughs> Besides food, is there anything else that you're buying or doing for yourself to treat yourself on your birthday? No, not really. You know, I'm, I'm not much of a, I don't really go buy stuff. I'm not that into things. I mean, I, I do invest money. I do invest in housing and I do, a few, a few things like that. I know Mike has some things planned for me. I think I'm, I'm getting an exercise bike uh, at some point. I don't know what kind of hint that is, but I take the hint, get back on, you know, keep young, keep pedaling. So I, yeah, I'm getting one of those um, Peloton bikes, which I'm excited about. I mean, I, I have a road bike, so I go out. As a matter of fact, that bike this morning, you can't see, but I get my bike shorts on. And, uh, but you know, there's some rainy days and hot days and and I kind of like the competition, if you didn't know, when you get on, on the screen with other people. So that would motivate me to pedal a little bit more. So, yeah, no, I, um, you know, I really don't, I buy the things I need, I guess, and then kind of save up for, for emergency situations or, like I said, invest in properties and some businesses I have done. But I don't buy necessarily uh, stuff just for myself here and there. Well, a Peloton bike is really exciting because there's actually quite a few people at Callaway and quite a few of our players who ride the bike. So you're going to be in really good company. I know Morgan Pressel's really big on the bike. Yeah, no, I, I joined that. Uh, they had a charity um, a few uh, months ago. I joined that and actually went over to the neighbor and used their bike. So, I mean, I used the, the Peloton app, but I don't have, I have a stationary bike. So now I can be more official, but it's, you know, it's, it's a great thing when you think of things that happened in COVID being, being active and picking up things like Peloton and other, you know, great workout apps or fitness, whatever it is, it's, uh, it's taking fitness to a different level. You know, you, you adjust and it just, there's no excuse anymore. You can do it at home. <laughs> When you were little um, and you were celebrating your birthday, is there ever a gift that you really wanted that you didn't get or something you wanted to do that you didn't get to do? <laughs> um, you know, I, nothing that, that pops in my you know mind because then I probably already would have said it. Uh, I mean, I do remember writing down a list, kind of like Christmas, you know, you've done uh, this. I mean, it used to be a bike and actually talking about biking, I guess I've been biking since I was young, but more of an outdoor bike. And then also growing up, I mean, I, I remember getting golf clubs you know, for my birthday and for Christmas, whether it was a special wedge or whether it was a, uh, you know, putter or something like that, it will add to the collection. Those are the moments when I got gifts from my parents is on special occasions. Uh, I do know that when I was really young, uh, my mom told me, I don't remember this, but I, I was probably seven or eight and on top of my list was tomatoes because I love tomatoes. So I wanted a bunch of tomatoes and I think she gave me a bunch of tomatoes, but I haven't put that on my list since. I mean, I still eat them, but not, this is a, you know, I'm not going to make a tomato salad or anything on my birthday. <laughs> I'll put that on our list. Do not send Annika tomatoes for her birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so here we go. Is there something that you did as a kid that now you want to pass on to your own kids? 
as far as birthdays? Yeah, as far as birthdays. Yeah. So what we do is we, um, you know, just because I guess it's a tradition my parents started is, you know, when, when it's your birthday, you're supposed to sleep in. Uh, you don't get up until you hear a little knock on your door and, you know, here comes the birth, birthday train, you know, with a tray, with a little piece of cake, orange juice, maybe a little cereal and a candle and the gifts. And so we sing, we always sing. Uh, whoever birthday it is and it's kind of a nice thing I know the kids they wake up at five and they're just waiting there and we told you, you can't leave until we come in and then so we come in and then you know open a few gifts and some cards and um, it's just something we have done since yeah since, uh, since since I was little and tradition that we all do so not big but something that we just comes naturally no, I think it's really special. And, if you know, your kids are getting older every year, just like all of us. Is there a birthday of theirs that you're looking forward to? Um, I mean, it's just time flies. I just, you know, 11 and 9, I'm not sure what happened. Um, you know, I think right now it's a fun time. I really enjoy this age that they're in. You know, they still like us. They still want to spend time with us. And, and But I still have a little buddy. You know, I go with Ava to the store. She helps me. She kind of helps at the house and it's just so she's my friend and we do things even though you know being a parent you got to be there and kind of put the the rules and the uh, kind of the law down but uh, other than that I think she's my friend we have fun in the pool and so forth so but I, I must say I've enjoyed their age so far so hopefully I will say that when they reach into their teens and they you know and they come and sing uh, in the mornings and we just kind of do that. I, I look forward to that, but, uh, yeah, it's just giving us a little more freedom now when they get older because they're a little more independent. So it seems like both Will and Ava have inherited quite a lot of athletic ability from you. <laughs> um, so we kind of want to talk to talk about that. What, what right now is your kids' favorite sports? Well, as we speak, uh, Will has really gotten into golf again this summer. So I've been out with him a little bit every day since we got here. Um, gives me a chance to hit some balls and practice a little putting. He loves short game, which is funny because when I grew up, I just spent time on the range and um, very little time on the short game. He's the opposite. He spends very little time on the range and a lot on the short game. So I get to do that. Uh, but he's into soccer too now. So soccer and, and golf, you know, more structural because uh, school has started. Uh, Ava has started cheerleading. So that's interesting. I can tell you that I can give her zero pointers because that's not my strength uh, as you can probably well you know me for a few years I'm not kind of the cheerleading type but I'm gonna be cheerleading her on so that she's happy what she's doing you know we went out little golfing the other day and but you know she's just kind of experimenting with different things she hasn't really found what she loves to do but uh, pickleball is something we do play all four of us but other than that I must say school is taking up a lot of time I mean uh, it's from well we'll start at 8 30 and Ava at 9 30 but they finish uh, three and at four o'clock and after that, it, there's not much time left. And, you know, we're early, we eat dinner early and we go to bed early. So there's not much time, unfortunately. So the weekends is where we try to be as active as possible. So you mentioned pickleball. How did you guys get started with that? That was our COVID sport. I mean, it was just, you know, we started in March and we played and we went to Tahoe and it's huge up, you know, Nevada, California. And so we've been playing a lot and it's a fun sport together. Just like golf, you can do it. Uh, I mean, in golf, you have handicaps and different tees and so forth. This is maybe not so much, but, you know, the, the court is a little smaller and we play, we play uh, doubles and we kind of alternate girls against boys or old against young or whatever you want to do. We kind of do different teams, uh, but it's fun. The kids like it and 
Uh, it's been a great way to be active. So yeah, we call it our COVID sport, you know, because you're on the other side of the net in case you play with somebody else. And uh, it's been fun. And uh, But as you know, I mean, it's a really a, a popular sport. It's the fastest growing sports around the world, which is really interesting. They're building courts everywhere. In, the, in Sweden, the golf courses are adding pickleball to their kind of activities to attract more members. So it's been very successful. Yeah, it's showing up in country clubs everywhere. And then we have some public courts here. It's so much fun. I'm, I can't wait for it to be like in school for kids to play, you know, as like as an actual sport at school. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you, you have professional tours, you have US Open and Pickleball. And then, you know, it's not going to take long until you have scholarships in schools. And, if you know, if you think of other sports, you really don't need that much room. I mean, it's hard to just build these massive soccer fields and baseball fields and all those things. Pickleball doesn't really need much. And, and as far as tennis goes, you can fit in more players on small little spaces when the time is right. So yeah, it's fun. It's something that, you know, even older people are playing to staying active. I got to tell you that when we went to Lake Tahoe, we were kind of joining the group up there and there was a gentleman, he's 85 years old, Jim. Uh, and Jim got COVID early in the, pandemic and he credited pickleball for saving his life because he was so active in being outside that it helped him well he struck up a friendship with Avon Will and literally, literally every time we play well, we go up there and the kids would say let's see if Jim is here let's see if Jim is here and they will play with him as double partners and it was so cute to build up a friendship when you have somebody that's nine and somebody who has 85 you know I can't think of any other sport than golf maybe that that's possible when you can go out and have a good time so it's not just about the age, it's uh, what you do together. Would you say that's your favorite sport to watch? Uh, no, no. I mean, I, I, <laughs> not really. I mean, I love, you know, I love, uh, yeah. I mean, we enjoy playing, you know, I really do. I think it's addicting. Uh, and, uh, but no, I mean, I, if I would turn on TV, I mean, now we don't have a lot, but I watch a little bit of the tennis, you know, I, I think I've said before, I'm not much of a football fan. So I apologize to all the football fans out there. I just didn't grow up with football. So I figured my husband, Mike, he, uh, he watches more than uh, for one person. So he makes up for, for me not watching. But, you know, I, you know, I think uh, I meant sports in general. So I do watch quite a bit of golf. I think, you know, when you know people and you know the sport and you know the courses, it's, it's fun to watch and it's fun to cheer. And, um, yeah, so that's, uh, there's always some sport events on here. You know, on our TVs. <laughs> well, it's definitely been great to see sports back on television, you know, as like a little bit of an escape, they say, um, if you're not spending your time outside. But I want to get back to you. You said that you guys have been playing a little bit more golf, especially with Will um, being on the course more. So what is a pet peeve of yours on the golf course? And what about Mike? Does he have a pet peeve? <laughs> well, I mean, to me, I, I think uh, there's a few things. Slow play is just not something that I can handle. Um, I don't think that you need a lot of time to prepare. I just, you know, I'm, we try to teach the kids it's ready golf. Okay. But you know, if you make a birdie, you, you get the honor, but other than that, it's okay. Whoever's ready, just, just play and move on. Uh, you know, also I'm trying to teach, uh, Will, especially Ava has great attitude. I mean, she would, she would make a 10 and she goes, well, at least I got the ball in the hole, you know, that she's just, you know, she got the ball in the hole and that's what matters. You know, Will has, uh, he's very competitive. So, you know, he has a little bit of a temperament, which, you know, I did as, as a young kid, too, so I can relate. But as a parent, I really don't like bad behavior as far as, you know, dropping the club and just showing an attitude. 
um, I tell him, you know, just you're not good enough yet to get mad because you don't practice enough to get mad. You know, if you practice a lot, then fair. But so I work a little bit. So that's I would say that's a little bit of a pet peeve for me when, you know, when temper gets in the way, because um, we all know that. I mean, we play 18 holes, but we don't always play. But there's a, there's a lot of golf out there and you can't get upset for every single putt, every single shot. You just got to keep moving on. I tell him you got to just dissociate. And he looks at me. I said, that means, you know, don't. Focus on the bad shots, focus on your good shots, move on. We all hit bad, you know, but you can't, you know, your face can't express your bad shots and not your good ones. So let's just try to work on that. So that's, you know, that's an ongoing process, I would say. It's not something I fixed. I'm keep working on, but those are the two things, slow and bad temperament. It's just doesn't make it any fun. Yeah, you certainly have to have a, a short memory when you're playing golf and when you're doing other things, you know, in life, if something goes poorly, you just got to keep moving on. And that's a good lesson to learn, especially um, when they're young. Now, you know, you've been in Callaway for forever and um, this is a Callaway podcast. So I wanted to ask, mm-hmm. what is your favorite Callaway product ever that you've ever had in your bag? And then what is your favorite in most recent years or that's in your bag now? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, need, I must say that, you know, I got introduced to Callaway thanks to the Big Bertha. You know, that was in 1992. That's how I got hooked. You know, I, uh, in college, I, um, you know, I never played a driver. I didn't use a driver in my, in my uh, amateur career. So when Callaway uh, came out with a big birth, I found her in the pro shop in Tucson. I was like, at that time, it was huge. <laughs> uh, but it was just very, very different. So, you know, I uh, picked it up right away. And that was my introduction to using a driver. And of course, I've been using a driver since, a Callaway driver. Uh, but I must say right now, uh, one of my favorite clubs is, you know, it's just my driver. I mean, I love it. I, you know, Maverick obviously is the latest and it's just really, I don't know, it's very forgiving. I, I've gotten some distance, like, meaning I got some club head speed so I can get some distance. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, when you don't play a lot, you, I realize that that's when you need – more forgiving clubs. I mean, if you hit balls every day, thousand balls every day, I mean, you can literally hit anything, but when you don't play every day, you need help. And I need help today. And, you know, Callaway is there for me because, you know, I can still play uh, without being, you know, out there every day grinding, even though I guess I've worked on my swing for a few years, but still, you know, you just need a little more forgiveness, a little extra to get the ball up in there and feel like it's fun. So I would say that that's, it started with a driver and it still is the driver, but I have everything in between, as you know. I mean, I have every single club, you know, I got, you know, the putter and the wedges. The wedges are beautiful. Um, I love them. I don't, people always say, what's your favorite club? I said, you know what? I love them all because if I don't, if I have a club that's not favorite, why would I carry that thing? <laughs> it's not going to help me because it's just, you need to love every club. Every time you grab a club out of your bag, you know, it's Apex Irons or whatever it is. Um, it's just, you got to go, wow, you know, I want to, I want to hit you. I want to, you know, uh, rather than having the fear of, oh, I hate this golf club. I've never hit a good shot with this one. I mean, we all know the mental game of golf. It's just, you got to feel good about something. It's got to look good and then it's got to feel good and then it's got to perform well. And so, you know, you put that together, as you know, I've been with Kelly since there's a long time. We said 92 and now with, you know, all the equipment that you guys got with the ball and everything is just, it's a good combination. 
Well, you mentioned your wedges, and I don't know if I'm going to spoil anything right now, but we are auctioning off some special birthday wedges for you later this week. Um, you can find all the information for that on CallawayGolf.com. They should be launching Wednesday or Thursday on the Callaway community. And if you're not a member, go to community.callawaygolf.com. Sign up. There's lots of great, um, great things happening there, including Q&As, giveaways, all that good stuff. And all the proceeds for the wedge auction are going to go to the Annika Foundation for Annika's birthday. Yeah, no, I appreciate that very much. You guys have been super, super supportive throughout the years. And, you know, since I stepped away, I think we've been able to continue to have a great relationship with the foundation and support, you know, the next generation. So uh, thank you to Callaway. Thank you to you all, the staff for, for doing that and a little celebration and, you know, include people. Yes, that's definitely a goal. And we know that, you know, you've been really supportive of getting girls in golf, getting everyone in golf, but especially juniors and We've been working on um, including more women in golf, obviously. Our Women's Task Force wanted to wish you a happy birthday this morning, but most of them couldn't be here. But um, we just appreciate all that you do. And one last thing that I wanted to ask you is if you could teach us a phrase in Swedish, either a favorite phrase or a favorite word of yours before we, before you go. Yeah, well, you know, um, you know the happy birthday, but when we sing a happy birthday song, we sing, sing uh, and then in the end we go, hurrah. Hurrah, hurrah, which is obviously hooray, 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 but we always sing that. So next time when you see Henrik, you just say hurrah, 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 four times. Four times, hurrah, 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 hurrah. Yeah. Hurrah. Okay, yeah. you can do it. <laughs> I will. I'm going to actually see Henrik later today. Um, okay. And then when, but... you, when you see him or when you leave, you say hey door means goodbye. Hey door, goodbye. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Annika, thank you so much for being with us today. A very happy early birthday to you again. Um, you. And just a reminder to everyone, go to community.callawaygolf.com. Sign up to um, win those wedges. They're going to be really great. And we will see you guys next Wednesday with a special Callaway staffer from California. <laughs>